Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're having a good Thursday. Hope you're all doing well also. And today's subject is going to be about henchmen and hirelings, something I really haven't talked to very, about very much. Because a lot of the groups I've been in don't really use them, although I think they should use them more. When a group first starts out, now henchmen and hirelings, when a first group first starts out at, say, first level, you know, it's just enough to get the right mix of characters to survive, let alone dealing with henchmen and hirelings. Because... One, you've got to have somebody to cover most of the holes. I'm not saying all the holes, but most of the holes. And if somebody can double up on something, say you have an assassin who's also really good with traps, things like that. Or if you have a, oh, I don't know, a paladin priest or something. I'm, And other things like that. An illusionist makes a great substitute for a regular wizard. So you adventure, or they adventure. You know, they, they, they're they busy. And also, you know, it's going to, they don't have all that much money. So once they get a few levels under their belt, they can start thinking about that, especially if they've gotten any kind of decent treasure in the last few levels. It behooves them to probably think about getting a henchman or hireling or so. You can find them along the way, sure, but. You know, the money always talks. And I think they should think about, the group should think about maybe getting one or two, at least one to watch the horses or something like that. Because they're starting to get money, and they're still kind of weak. Say around third, fourth level, I'm thinking that maybe they should start thinking about getting henchmen and hirelings to help them down in the dungeon or just help them wherever they're going. Because... Because at that point, because at that point they have some money to throw around, and it's not like you have to hire a whole a whole staff of people to do other things while you're adventuring. It's just one or two guys. Maybe you're short a cleric. You could hire a cleric. Go the go to your the local church or temple or something, and I'm sure for a generous donation to the church they would. Send along one of their clerics. You're probably not going to get... You're, you're going to get a decent cleric, but it's not going to be like some guy who can you know, sling spells and drive people away like a badass. So <laughs> you probably get like one of their acolytes. An acolyte who at this point in his training is supposed to go out in the world, in the wilderness, and proselytize. Well, while he's proselytizing, you can help me. He can help us go through these dungeons. Cool. Okay, clerics, uh, thieves are a common thing. We get a hold of the thieves guild or something like that, or maybe bump into some guy in a bar who has thieving skills and offer them enough money. They'll do that. Fighters, go down to the go down to the fighters guild. I'm sure there's a mercenary or two wouldn't mind taking your money. Now, wizards. Wizards, wizards, wizards. It's uh, you can hire a wizard 
to come along with you. Even like even the Wizards Academy or whatever would send along neophytes or people who are are. It, it's like it's kind of like the cleric thing. It's like when you're studying to be a doctor and you have to you have to do the residency, which means you have to be a resident doctor in a hospital, usually in an ER, for X amount of years. And this would be their residency for the cleric or the wizard. Go out in the world, be their, be their resident wizard for like a, a year or so, and then come back and you will complete your studies and get your degree and blah, 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 blah. And then you can be a big hoo-ha wizard of your own and do your make get your own get your own adventuring party or something like that. So they're good for that. Now treating them, you got to treat them right. We're not talking player characters here, so they won't, probably won't fight. They are support. This is your support team. Even if it's two guys, they're your support team. You can you can, they can help you in battle, but they're not going to directly fight. Wizards can cast spells if you ask them. And clerics can be do the healing thing, of course. They're not going to wade into battle, although they may try their hand at turning things, like undead. Because that's all part of their training. How to how to turn the unclean away and with the power of your, your god. So that's that. Now like I said, you got to treat them right. You got to make allowances for them. Like if you're going to be staying in it in, you're going to have some place to put your retainers. That's they are basically retainers. You're paying them. And also you got to decide how much you want to pay them. Now, first edition ADD has hireling charts in there. And it's it for your normal, for your normal hireling and henchman, Higher legs, there's, there is a distinction. I just don't know what it is right now. And I'm thumbing through the first edition of book, book while, we're, while I'm talking here. Because I saw the list here of what it takes to pay. What it takes to pay them. Because you have... Here we go. Here we go. There's a daily cost and a monthly cost. Especially if you're if you're just hiring, like sword carrier or spear carriers or people to watch your horse or maybe cook or something like that, it's going to be pretty cheap. But there's also what they call expert hirelings in here. These are the guys who have the specialty stuff. They have the the specialty specialty knowledge. They have special skills. Things like things like things like a carpenter or a mason or a teamster or something like that those are the standard hirelings and they have see there to me there's standard and then there's high standard and there's expert i think on on high standard the the top day the top cost would be 10 silver 10 gold pieces a month for a limner so you're looking at like one to ten gold pieces a month if you want a valet or lackey, that's 50 silver pieces a month. So that's that's cheaper. And then we get expert hirelings like mercenary soldier, armor, blacksmith, spy, weapon master, a sage. Now, some of these say special, special, special because they have subcategories where you have to pay them a little more. For instance, as far as cost goes, for instance, like an alchemist, 
This is the monthly cost of 300, 300 gold, and I don't think that's counting the ingredients they need. Same would go for a wizard, if this was an, a wizard. And other things like armor or, or something. Armor is like 100 gold pieces, 100, 100 gold pieces a month, and it doesn't include all the remuneration or special fees. And it all depends on what, what do you want to make. You need supplies. If you want to make them some special, it might cost you another 10% that month or something like that. So they're handy to have they're handy to have around. And to me, expert hirelings are like when you're about mm, 10, 12th level and you start saying, okay, I want a ring of this, so you go hire a wizard. Or you I want this special weapon, and you got and you got a weaponsmith on staff. Okay, can you make this, and do you know a wizard who can enchant it? Maybe the wizard you're going to hire. Maybe that's why you're hiring the wizard. Something like that. And, you know, it breaks it down here. And uh, hirelings and henchmen can come in handy. Now, I said they won't fight. I don't even think they'll go down in the dungeon with you. Well, yeah, I think they would. If that's what you're hiring for, like a valet or a porter or something like that, if they're just you know, grunts who are going down there to help you fight. That's that's part of it. But if you guys got guys going down there for specialists like, say, lock picking or something like that, or maybe a specialist sage, you've got to be careful to somewhat protect them. They're not going to have a big armor class. That's why they don't get into fights. If you guys are trapped and they have to fight, well, you know, and hirelings are also the the guys who tell you how dangerous they're they're almost like a canary in a coal mine because they're the ones that if the you know they're the ones that go it's like on Star Trek who goes first the red shirts they're the ones that get killed first so if you got a trap in there you tell them to go you know find out what that trap's all about he ain't going to do it he ain't risking his neck but if you're walking along and suddenly a pit opens up under him and he falls yep better him than me so, unfortunately, that's the way of the hireling, too. So, hirelings are really good to have around. So, why don't you guys tell me about it? I'm going to go start my day. So, you can tell me about it if you want to talk to me. You can drop me an email at oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail at Anchor. And we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month can help you, you support this program, and I would thank you. And I do thank Jonathan Dorja, Wendell Jessen, and Oliver Schrick. Shriek for being my supporters. Thank you guys. You're great. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.